Do you love Christmas movies? Do you love when people give their opinions about your favorite Christmas movies? Then you'll love Nadie and Katie at the movies. The Christmas special. Hello and welcome to another edition of Nadie and Katie at the movies. I am Katie, who is one of your hosts. And with me at the end of our episode is Nathan, my good, 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 good buddy. Uh, we decided to do something a little different for kind of a Christmas special, and that is to watch two different movies. So we watched uh, a movie that each other suggested that neither of us had seen before. So the movie I'm going to talk about today is one that I have never seen. And I, <laughs> please don't make fun of me. I'm sure if you're listening, you're going to be a little shocked, but I have never seen, had never seen the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, as in the cult classic. It's a Wonderful Life, about George Bailey, came out in 1947, and at the time, it was actually kind of a bomb in the box office, but because uh, it got played on TV due to a copywriting issue, this is something I researched, um, it ended up getting played on TV a lot, and just like Taylor Swift songs, if you play it enough times, we'll start to like it. So, um, It's a Wonderful Life is a Seriously, like one of the most famous Christmas movies. It's one that a lot of people attribute to their Christmas memories. And I watched it for the first time <laughs> by myself here uh, during the Christmas season. I have a few thoughts, but before I do that, let me do a really quick recap of the story in case you're also like me and had not seen it or if it's been a while. So the story is about a man. His name's George Bailey. His life is pretty wonderful. He's got an amazingly beautiful wife. They mostly just kiss and then get married. Um, but he's got a wife who's just obsessed with him and loves him. She's the sweetest thing ever. He's got a bunch of kids that he ends up uh, with her. And he has his own business. And he's just like this awesome, awesome guy. He's the kindest guy. Like never really in the movie do you see him be rude or mean. Like he's just a good, good dude. And right before the movie is over, the story, um, stuff happens with his business and he kind of is afraid he's going to go to jail. So like something happens where he's $8,000 short with his banking business and he just starts seeing his life like crumble in front of him. Thing after thing keeps happening on this one particular night. I think it's Christmas Eve. And so he goes from having an amazing life to saying, you know what? it would be better if I was dead. In fact, he even thinks about like, financially speaking, my family could get a life insurance policy if I find a way to just end things here. So he's about to like kill himself, which is kind of more more than dark, but then an angel comes from down from heaven because it's ans he's answering all the prayers of people that love George Bailey and shows him what it would be like if life didn't have George Bailey. A lot of the movie is basically showing how wonderful he is. Like it's it's predominantly about his wonderful life. And then right at the end, you see it would be not a wonderful place. The city he lives in would be overrun by kind of our bad guy, which is Mr. Potter, who's just like a really selfish, old, mean, Scrooge kind of guy. And the whole town would just be terrible. And his wife would actually be like an old maid and his kids wouldn't be there. And then all the people he helped would still be like poor or drunk. In the end, he decides that he does want to live. And then he goes back to his family. And then it's really cute at the end. So that $8,000 he owed, he gets 
the whole town comes and like supports the family and like brings him money. Um, so anyway, that was kind of a, a long summary and I skip over a lot. Uh, but let's talk about some of the highs and the lows. Things that I liked about this movie. One, I love just a good 40s movie where everything is kind of just precious and innocent and gentlemen feel a little more, more like gentlemen. And it just seems like simpler times. Um, I love the way they dress. I love the way they talk. I really liked <laughs> the way that it gets like all like a glow, like, you know, there's a filter on your phone. <laughs> you could like make the romantic scenes like glowing. So I really liked that. Um, I thought the famous kiss scene was okay. Bear with me. I didn't like how there's all this like kind of sexual tension. And then all of a sudden he grabs her arms and starts shaking her. That doesn't feel romantic to me. It's like, I thought he was about to like yell at her. And then he starts like necking her. And they decide to get married. Um, but before it gets weird like that, the part where there's just like standing next to the phone and there's just all this like sexual tension happening and you can just sense it. And it's like a scene that goes on and on. In fact, I researched that scene was shot in real time. So it's just this long, intense. They're like both standing next to the phone and it's like getting steamy. Uh, I did like that. It was cool. Other things I loved right at the end the part where he's running through town because like when he sees the vision without him, like there's like a strip club and there's bars and more bars and strip clubs and a pawn shop and all this stuff. But then when he comes back as normal George Bailey, all of his normal places are there, like the little store and his bank. And so he's just like running through town, like Merry Christmas bank, Merry Christmas store. Cause he's just so, so happy. Um, it is extremely cliche movie, but I don't hate that because hello, it's a Christmas movie. I thought that the actors, um, the, the girl that plays Mary and the guy that plays George Bailey, I don't know their names. I'm sure Nathan does. Uh, incredible. Great acting. Absolutely great acting. I thought Mr. Potter was over the top. Like he was just way over the top Scrooge. Like I kept thinking he was going to come around at the end or get like punished in the end, but he doesn't. He's just like gets away with he actually is the one that had the $8,000. That's why they were short. Critiques. How dare I critique? Um, like I said uh, a little bit earlier, I feel like it's a good movie for sure. But I do think that it's all the hype that makes it good. Like when people went and saw it in box office, it bombed. It actually lost thousands of dollars. So like, I don't, I don't know that it was just like the best movie of all time and deserving of being the best Christmas movie. I also understand it happens during Christmas time and that's like a Christmas theme, but like, how can you compare that to the movie Elf? The movie Elf is literally about like Christmas things and also during Christmas and it has a Christmassy message. So like, yes, this has a heartwarming message and yes, it happens during Christmas time, but I don't feel like it should be considered the quintessential Christmas movie. That being said, if I had to like rate my thoughts on this movie, It's a Wonderful Life, I liked it. I would recommend it if you've never seen it. It is very heartwarming. I don't cry at sad movies. I usually cry at happy things. So I totally cried at the end, just seeing the love of his wife towards him, seeing the love of, uh, that his neighbors and his town's friends had for him. 
and seeing the joy in his eyes of being around family just made me a little bit grateful and thinking about uh, my own family and the own, my own wonderful life and just being appreciative of what we do have. So that being said, the rating for, I don't know, are we doing Grogu's anymore? I don't even know what we're rating uh, this on. How many, how many um, elves out of six elves? <laughs> I would give this movie 5.5 out of six elves. And that's only because my favorite holiday movie is The Holiday. And so that's the only movie I would give a six to. But I know that's a lot, but it was a wonderful life. I enjoyed watching this movie. It was something where I thought I was going to multitask, but I just found myself wanting to stare and watch the movie and not look at anything else. It's great. Go see it. Now, on quite the opposite note, this is hilarious, but Nathan had me watching It's a Wonderful Life, which is a great message, a great message to be appreciative of your life and very positive very wholesome and sweet. The movie that I mean, Nathan watched. Take it away, Nady. Well, thank you, Katie. You know, when we had to choose what Christmas movie I was going to watch, it was a very hard decision because I've seen almost every single Christmas movie that has ever been made. I mean, I'm not even exaggerating. I love Christmas movies. And so it was very difficult to find a Christmas movie that I have not seen that I would be willing to watch. And so Katie had the brilliant idea of watching Bad Santa. And because there's two of them, I actually decided to watch Bad Santa and Bad Santa 2. And now I'm going to share my thoughts with you. Sorry, I didn't mean to rhyme like the Grinch. So Bad Santa stars Billy Bob Thornton as Willie. And Tony Cox as his friend with dwarfism named Marcus. At the beginning of the movie, Willie is a drunk has-been mall Santa who, with his partner Marcus, dressed up as an elf, decides to steal from the mall that he's working at. And before he does this, he tells Marcus that this could be the last time he does this. He, he's giving it up. He's going to go to the beach and become a bartender at the beach. And of course, Marcus is like, uh, that's not going to happen. You know, in a couple months, if I call you, you're going to want to do something because you're not going to be doing anything. So they do this job and they say months later, and it shows Willie on the beach and he's behind a bar and it ends up not being his bar that he's behind. So Marcus was right. So Marcus calls and says that he has a job for them. Willie suits up as Santa once again. And while this is happening, he meets a woman played by Lauren Graham from Gilmore Girls fame. But this is not a family friendly movie at all. And he also teams up, well, kind of teams up with this kid called the kid in this movie. The kid doesn't have a name, but he does get picked on a lot. He's a heavy set kid who always seems to have snot in his nose and he's not all there you know, in the head, Billy Bob Thornton kind of starts to feel sorry for this kid, even though he's totally trying to rip him off and, you know, considers even robbing from this kid and his grandmother. He still tries to build this kid's confidence, starts kind of feeling bad about what he's doing, even though he's trying to get all this money. 
long story short, Marcus ends up trying to betray Willie at the end of the movie and tries to take all the money for himself and his girlfriend or wife, whatever. They don't really say who it is. Then Willie, in a moment of, I guess, trying to be nice, decides to try to steal a stuffed elephant for the kid. A big police chase happens. Willie gets to the house and is about to deliver this toy, and he gets shot up by the cops. About eight times, it says. And before all this happened, Billy Bob Thornton's character, Willie, tells the kid, hey, I have this envelope. If anything happens to me, give this to the cops. It'll explain everything. Well, after he gets shot by the cops, the kid gives the envelope to the cops and kind of exonerates Willie and takes Marcus and his girlfriend slash wife, whatever, to jail. I knew going into this movie that this was not going to be a family-friendly movie. You know, when it when a movie starts, it says rated R and it tells you at the bottom why. Well, it had everything that it warns you about. It has adult language in it. It has sexual content in it. It has some violence in it. It has so much stuff in it. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, what in the world? And I know it's trying to say that Billy Bob Thornton's character is a womanizer, but he does it a lot in this movie. And I just didn't get why they had to show it so many times. Now, they don't show any nudity. And I know I could have skipped it. And I actually did mute it because I didn't want to listen to the things that were being said and done. It was too much for me at times. I, I would say that if there's a highlight for Bad Santa, it would be the kid. I think. And for for reasons that I think are obvious, he's trying to be the moral compass of Billy Bob Thornton's character, even though the kid does sometimes come off as annoying, but he's a sweet kid and he cares about Willie and he and he thinks to a certain extent, he thinks that he's Santa. But then towards the end, he realizes that he's not the real Santa, but he considers him kind of like a father figure especially the moments where he helps him build his confidence when it comes to the bullies and things like that. But this movie doesn't really end with a happy go lucky kind of ending. And again, I think that's the point, you know, I think either this one or the sequel starts with him saying there's no such thing as happy endings anyway. So that's bad Santa. That's the first one. And then bad Santa two, for some reason, I think, think I enjoyed Bad Santa 2 a little more than Bad Santa 1. But before I go on to Bad Santa 2, I do want to mention that this also included two late great comedians, the late great Bernie Mac and the late great John Ritter, which I believe this could have been John Ritter's last movie because at the end it does say, you know, in loving memory of John Ritter. So I would assume that means that this is the last movie that John Ritter was in before he sadly passed away unexpectedly during uh, filming a TV show that he was in. So I just wanted to mention those two before I moved on to Bad Santa 2. So Bad Santa 2 takes place years after Bad Santa because the kid is in this one as well, but this time he has a name. His name is Thurman Merman. 
which is a very silly name for a very silly character. So I was kind of okay with it. Again, this takes place years after the first one. Marcus, who was arrested in the first movie, has gotten out of jail, overcrowding. So they let him out. Billy Bob Thornton is like, I'm, I don't want to have anything to do with you. But then Marcus used the words millions of dollars. And so that kind of perks up Willie and they go off. But then he finds out that Marcus wants him to steal from a charity for children, which, of course, at first he's hesitant. But then again, he wants the money. So they go inside this charity place and they find out that Willie's mother, played by the amazing Kathy Bates, I say amazing, not necessarily in this movie, but every other body of work she's done previously. She plays Willie's mother in this movie. And so, of course, she's in on it as well. You have Christina Hendricks from Mad Men fame in this movie. Very attractive lady. And so she's kind of like the love interest. She becomes the love interest of Willie. And then, like I said before, Thurman Merman, hashtag the kid from bad santa returns in this one much older but still very obsessed with billy bob Thornton's character he goes all the way to chicago to meet up with him and he actually ends up joining this charity and becomes like part of the choir kind of little cute little family father son moment and near the end of this movie again i believe that thurman merman is the highlight of bad santa too and just like bad santa Bad Santa 2 has a lot of sexual content in it. You know, for the first movie, I can kind of understand a little bit because they're trying to set up this character. But you already know this character by the second one, so I don't understand why they had to have all this sex in it. I just didn't get it. It it, is just too much. And then they're trying to set up that Christina Hendricks character was kind of, I guess, like a sex addict. I don't know. I don't know. All that to be said, I like the humor in Bad Santa 2 a little more. I like Kathy Bates that Kathy Bates was in it. And so maybe that's why, you know, I had that kind of credibility of acting in it. So that's probably why I liked bad Santa too, a little bit more than bad Santa. But again, it's not saying that much because I didn't like either of them. So the movie ends with Billy Bob Thornton going and hearing Thurman Merman sing during this Christmas concert. He almost gets betrayed by Marcus again, but then he gets betrayed by his mother. Marcus actually gets shot by Willie's mother and dies and gets run over by her too. She tries to sneak into the Santa con place dressed up as Santa. She shoots Billy Bob Thornton's character, but he doesn't die. She ends up um, shooting Thurman Merman too, because he jumps in the way of Willie, but he doesn't die either. Willie's mother gets arrested And that's that. That's the end of the movie. And then they had this stupid little joke that they had at the beginning of the movie about, you know, teabagging and gross stuff like that. Kind of a, you know, vulgar way to end this movie. But again, with a movie like this, it just makes sense for it to end vulgar. So if I was to give a review of Bad Santa and Bad Santa 2, and because this is a Christmas episode, I thought I'd do a Christmas-themed review, so I'm going to give Bad Santa two and a half Jingle Bells out of six, and I'm going to give Bad Santa 2 three and a half Jingle Bells out of six. I wish I could have just watched a movie I've seen before. 
but I wanted to do something different. And I just want to say thank you to every single person who's listened so far these past couple of years. We've, we've come a long way. We have dedicated listeners and we would really love to grow that family of listeners. After you listen to this, please feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts so people can find the show. Of course, you're going to listen to all this again on the outro, but I thought I'd, you know, what the hey, it's Christmas. I wanted to do something different and I wanted to release it on Christmas Day as kind of like a, you know, a little, a little Christmas present. In the words of Jimmy Stewart, Merry Christmas, movie house. Merry Christmas, you old savings and loan. Merry Christmas, Nady and Katie at the movies. Thanks for listening to Nady and Katie at the movies, the Christmas special. Feel free to leave us a review so people can find the show. Follow us on all our social media platforms. And if there's a movie that you wish for us to watch, you can send us an email at nadyandkatie at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.